0: On today's episode of In Conversation, I am joined by the beautiful Rose Mills. Rose and I go deep on what it actually takes to leave the security gig to follow what your passion and calling is, to really step into that place of your genius and go all in on the the way this could actually be your medicine, magic, purpose and mission. And how the logical mind will tell us all the reasons why we are unable to do that. And Rose shares really openly with us about her journey to do this, which I think any of us in business we'll find something in this episode episode, to resonate with and something that we will feel seen and heard in. So I do hope that you enjoy today's episode of In Conversation. I really enjoyed having Rose on, and I do hope you enjoy listening to it as much as I enjoyed creating it. Let's go morning rose mills how are you good excited excited thank you so much for joining me today thank you for having me very much want to honor your um presence in being here with me so
1: thank you breaking my podcast virginity
0: (laughs) rose has done lots of podcasts but she's never been on anyone else's so here let's see if we can like bring out the best here let's give it a crack. Let's give it a crack. So for those of you who don't know Rose, um, there will be, I'll drop a little bit of Rose's bio in the published notes that go with the podcast, but to just set the tone for today's discussion, because I love the power of a good conversation. Rose is a creative empowerment coach. What does that mean? Well, Rose is like, I love this. When we were talking, I wrote this note down. I'm like, Rose's thing is beyond the destruction, is something fabulous. She's here for the real human experience. She's here to experience all the joy in life that there is, that we can be in the magic and our human at the same time. The joy is one of her highest medicines and values. Rose is a mum to two kids, and I love this part, lover of a hilarious man. I like that. That's that's oh, quite this, funny. This a creative permission giver, a storyteller, and an essence-led woman. So welcome, Rose.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: My pleasure. All right. So you've just recently made some big changes in your life. And I want to dive. Rose is like, oh, holy shit, she's going to go <laughs> here. But <laughs> oh, we are going to go there. Because I think this is something really important for women stepping into, like we have this distinction between where we think, oh, that's a dream. It's like this dream that stays a distance away from us and it's unattainable. And I love to bust that bullshit open because it's not true. And so I want to talk about the journey. And I'm not saying either that there's not some shit to face off with when we go all in on what we really want to do. And there's not some big adjustments we need to make, but let's go there. I want to talk about this because sometimes on social media, when we're following a lot of people who are in our industry, coaching, right? Or mentoring or business support or whatever it is, we are constantly confronted with this whole, like I blew up overnight. Mm -hmm. I had little to no resistance to what my mission was. And, you know, all of my launches are hundred K launches.
1: Yeah.
0: And I think that, like, aside from where we face off with our own demons of like really just being our all in business, right? When we're kicking off, is that there's that. And then there's also this holy fuck, I'm not making it like these other people. And so let's chat about what the process was for you when you decided you've been in business before, so you're no rookie to the business space. What, 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 what was the journey like, Rose?
1: Mm, okay. So a bit of backstory, I suppose, like as a as a child, if we look at that time in my life, yeah. um what I would have done growing up if I could, you know, be and do anything, yeah. Would have been writing speaking all about the human experience and yeah. that sort of thing but um growing up it was I suppose the, the adults in my world at that time yeah. um, you know you've got to have a you know professional profession
0: leadership. a trade yep.
1: what's a trade yeah so at that point I was like oh well I'd, you know I'd have to become a psychologist or a counselor mm. social worker those sort of things and um, you know even now those things still interest me but not yeah not in the way I think that I'm here to be no. so then fast I think forward
0: appeals to a certain consciousness level right
1: yeah Maybe, and don't, yeah yeah and don't yeah. get me wrong I've I've had my moments which I'll probably speak on at some point where yeah uh, I've I've needed support from those people um, yeah but that's not where I was like, yeah, that feels really good. But yeah. my dream as a child felt like too airy fairy, and like fuck, I'd never be able to do that. I wouldn't be understood. I'd never make money from it. So
0: yeah,
1: um, yeah. So I had sort of got it in my head at that point. Okay, well, I'd have to do yeah, psychology, counselling, nursing, like that sort of yeah, something along those lines in order to be in that space. Yeah, and then um. You know, from 13 or something, I'd always worked. Like, I love being around people. I love doing shit that lights me up. And then uh, high school hit and my whole life um, was blown to pieces, essentially. We'd moved for the first time in my life. My parents separated. I lost a lot of loved ones to different circumstances, you know, from suicide, cancer, murder. Yeah um, had a very traumatic event myself. And so, um, I was in a very vulnerable place, you know, the dark night of the soul, soul yeah. is a real fucking thing. <laughs> and, um, but no one had really ever spoken to me about that. So I was here thinking like I've grown up already feeling like I'm a black sheep. Yeah. um, you know, in terms of human design, I'm a manifesto. So my energy works, in a different way not that i like putting myself in a box but yeah but
0: it's good to understand what how to get our best self to come forward right that's you know
1: yeah and then you know you look at astrology like i'm a leo sun but a scorpio moon like they're they're a bit different a bit fiery there rose yeah, like, so there's, there was a lot about me that I already had gotten to, you know, a high school point. Yeah. I've been bullied a lot where I was like, I'm already yeah. weird. And now all the shit's happened to me. And like, oh, my God, like, there is no space in this world that I fit in. And, you know, it got to a point in all honesty, where not that I ever wanted to, to take my life, but not existing anymore felt like the only way that I was ever going to escape that pain. And it took losing my uncle to suicide and having a cousin be murdered to see the impact that had on people to go fuck I actually matter like look at all these yeah. people that have shown up for them yeah feeling it in my own grief of like my life matters and i can either choose to not be here or i need to claw my way back up out of this hole yeah and hold on for dear life and just make this work because I don't want the people I love to feel this level of pain again. And I can see now that even when I don't feel it, like there is a glimmer of light. So, um, so in amongst all of that, um, I don't even know how it happened. I somehow landed in doing a cert two in hairdressing. Yeah. It was just, you know, I was in no place at that point to have like a job or anything. I was working, um, you know, twice a week with a psychologist, um, on antidepressants, you know, like I was crying all day, sleeping all the time, like I was <laughs> I was I was at my depth. So yeah. I somehow landed in a search of hairdressing. And that was honestly the start of my healing journey. I've always been quite creative. So yeah. um it gave me a sense of purpose again and it allowed me to be creative and intuitive in a new way and be around people in a way that made them feel good. But I didn't have to, you know, um, be responsible in the way like a psychologist or someone would. Yeah. Yeah. That led me into 12 years of um, hairdressing, which has been phenomenal and I have loved it. But then towards the end of that, um, you know, over the last Well, I've been doing coaching for two years now, but even in the beginning, I still wanted to be doing hairdressing. Um, It was only towards the last um, probably year to six months where I've gone, actually, I feel like what's really holding me in hairdressing is these conversations, is the giving of permission to women when they say to me, you do what you think. I should have for my hair and me being like no what do you want to have what's gonna make you feel sexy what's gonna make you feel like you how do you want to show up in this world so that really started landing for me that like whilst I love that part of my world I really feel like hairdressing was a stepping stone for me to land myself in this world where I get to help people and I get to be me and yeah it's not conventional it's not you know like psychology and shit where you get this beautiful degree and and off you go
0: yeah but you know like I think we have this picture of how we think things work right and I I suppose my thing is is that is that every human No,
1: and you know that's what I've really come to learn for me is that I am Not that sort of person, and it's not to discredit um, those fields at all. And I love education. I love. I love learning. I have so many certificates in various things. Education is one of my highest values, but also for me, it's the embodiment of that learning. Like what is actually for me, what resonates with me and my values and my heart. Um, You know, am I that woman behind closed doors that I am online? Yeah, and yeah bringing that to life and for me the place that I wanted to work with people is in that where are you right now and where do you want to be and yes past elements um you know and traumas and things they come into that because they are a part of our Absolutely. human experience um but you, Absolutely. Know, as you mentioned in the beginning like I want to be here in both the human and the magic and the joy and I feel that coaching has bridged those worlds me yeah and so um yeah sort of uh, months back had a session with the beautiful steffa doyle and within that you know we were both in stages where she was um stepping into more mentoring than photography and so she felt like the woman to go there with and really explore what was for me yeah yeah in that session it was just landed like a ton of bricks that I'm going all in. And so yeah, I started that started that process. And then I think this is my second or maybe third week not being in the salon. So still feeling very fresh. And in that time, I think the week. So the day that I was supposed to officially finish, my daughter, my youngest one woke up with the most horrendous gastro. Then that rolled through the house and my partner's had uh, shoulder surgery. So it's been a big initiation, like, without even just, (laughs) hey, I'm shaking up my life. It's been, like, yeah, purge all the stuff that you're holding on to. Yeah, do you
0: sit back and do you go, oh, Jesus, okay, sorry, family. If I could just work through my resistance without you being the tools of it, this would be great.
1: Oh, I got it too. Like, we all... (laughs) we all got it and I just sat there and I was like clearly we got some shit to let go of as we step into this new life and it's okay but there's definitely periods that we don't talk about where you don't feel okay like I've had moments over the last few weeks where I'm just like yeah. was I was hairdressing actually the path for me like oh my god and as I said to you when you're like what was your biggest fear yeah
0: this
1: ridiculous thing that was just like i'm gonna go all in and then all of a sudden everyone and everything's gonna disappear and no one's gonna to want to work with me and everyone will laugh and be like look you went all in on your dreams and see you can't make money from that and it's been not that experience at all but you know look i'm laughing like,
0: because we all do this right hmm. And now I even, even yesterday, I was like, what's going on with you in this new program, Natalie? And I'm like, why aren't you reaching out to people? And I'm like, oh, there you go. There it is. Very deeply seated. But we need those quiet moments. I'm like, that they will say no. Yeah. And, you know, it's, I don't think there's anyone who is in business that does not, in any business, that does not face off with what happens if no one buys.
1: And you know what? In my experience from conversations with people, we absolutely do, but no one's fucking talking about it. No one's out there on their highlight reel being like, hey, as I launch this thing, I'm terrified no one's going to bloody want to be part of it.
0: Absolutely. I've
1: put my heart and soul into this thing. Um, So, yeah, I'm all here to talk about, You know, that choosing my dream was absolutely the right thing. But, yeah, I had a lot of human shit come up with it. Yeah. Had to vomit my way through. And
0: (laughs) I love it. I love it. You know, I went off course a little while ago and took a job, right, a J-O-B. I'm like, okay, we're going to go for the J-O-B. I hit panic mode, right, and just fully played into it, which gets to be perfect, gets to be perfect exactly how it is. Hit, hit the market, got the JOB very easily, you know. And the first day I'm driving to the JOB, I get pulled like around the block from the JOB. I get pulled over by the police and I don't have a licence and my car is not registered. Oh, no. So I'm like, oh. Maybe this JOB isn't the way to go. Did you bring your resignation letter in the
1: front seat of your unregistered card?
0: <laughs> no, I stayed for seven weeks, eight weeks, I think it was. And, oh, wow, wasn't it? Anyway, it was a great journey because I was like, oh, my God, this is just, you know, for all the reasons, all the things you can imagine. I really don't enjoy the work. Wow, these I'm not enjoying working with these people, you know. Uh, what was it I'm like, I don't like the fact that I feel so stretched for something like this. This does not light me up. And, you know, then I was like, okay, now we're just going to listen to a shitload of Abraham Hicks while we're here. And it was a beautiful eight weeks because I really got to piece together some uh, pictures for myself on, you know, where is our energy? What do we really want to do? Mm. and where's our resistance like I truly believe that we can in the pursuit of our dream we can shape ourselves in any way we need to to achieve that
1: yeah yeah and you know it's funny because like all of it's perfect but I know for me every time that I have um you know like taking a job for example yeah I'm just going to push through and launch this thing, even though my energy is like,
0: no. Not in it, not feeling Um, it,
1: yeah. Oh, my God, I'm just going to offer, you know, X, Y, Z just to get some more people. We're just blocking our magic. Like, the more that we resist these things, the more that we buy into our fear and, you know, take the job or offer that thing just because. We're just getting more and more in our way and when we lean into our genius and our ease and our flow and and our joy and just take a minute like a minute to stop and breathe and go like okay what is actually
0: going on here Here, yeah
1: yeah like it just gets to be so much easier than what we let it be
0: absolutely
1: and it's all perfect when we do These wild, crazy things because we always end up back on the path where we're meant to be with a whole heap of new wisdom. (laughs) But also, do we do we want to keep taking those
0: like and your dad driving you around for six weeks until you get your license back? You know, that's also good.
1: Yeah, like (laughs) What are we doing? (laughs) Collecting wisdom. Well, that's
0: it. Right. We are collecting wisdom along the way. And, you know, like, what was it? What were you saying before this or better? And my thing is, you know, what is for me won't miss me. Yeah. So I don't question anymore when things like that happen. I'm like, okay, well, this will become apparent what this is, you know, what this is, why this is presented in my life today.
1: Yeah. Thank you for being so
0: nice to me, policeman and not finding me.
1: Yeah. And, you know, sometimes it takes a little bit of time and you look back and you're like, oh, that was the thing. And other time it's a little bit, you know, quicker and like a brick to the face straight away. Like, (laughs) here you go. This is the thing.
0: Here's your one.
1: (laughs) But it's all good. I just feel like the more we can have these conversations, not to, like, enable it and normalise it, like, no, stay in the shit, but also the more we can just be like, there's other people out there feeling like you, you know, feel it, speak to it, and then keep on moving and know that, you know, God, universe, spirit, whatever you believe Absolutely. yourself, like that thing has your back. And I so- think
0: it's also like really, really important because we get to see like particularly when we're, you know, I, I take exception with, and I'd love to know your thoughts on this, when we have mentors or coaches who are like don't pedestal me but you do right it's human to be like wow I really admire that person you know and when a certain picture is being painted for you and you don't realize that yeah your experience is like many people's experience you become so insular because you're like what am I doing wrong here what am I not listening to am I not this instead of being able to take a breath and be like, okay, this is it. lots of people have this. So, you know, <clears throat> and accepting that it is like just a part of the journey. And then being able to turn your attention to how do I move through this now? You know, instead of being stuck in that model of, because the old ego loves to keep us like in places we don't need to be. You're the only one this is happening to. You're the only one
1: trying to keep us safe from all that stuff we fear, but yeah. it's keeping us small. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I do agree. Like I feel a lot of the times the reason we're putting our mentors, our coaches, or those people or things on a pedestal is because we're working with them because they have some element that we have within ourselves that we are wanting to embody. So maybe it's yeah. that they're in their fullest expression or they post stuff that is, you know, weird and different and whatever and that's the way you want to post yeah yeah and so we're looking at them going they've they've done it they're doing it like and we see the possibility in ourselves Mm. through them and so you know unconsciously we do put them on a bit of a
0: yeah I think it's normal yeah because it's completely Um, normal for us for that admiration to be you know somewhat exaggerated at times
1: yeah And, you know, if I ever find myself personally where um, I'm, you know, looking at someone and pedestalling them or whatever, I go, okay, well, what's actually the part within me that I'm denying and trying to live vicariously through them because this is actually within me and what is between me and that thing? What am I afraid of? Um, Where am I playing small? Where am I listening to my ego over my heart? Mm. And just giving myself the space and, a big thing for me, you know, is I will regularly give myself time off social media. And so many people say to me, "God, you you take too many social media breaks for someone that has an online business." I'm like, "No, actually, because I don't want to buy into comparison or, you know, consuming more than I'm creating. No, Any of that shit. I actually want to be fully immersed in my life, and I can still." support people and answer emails and stuff. But I don't want to just be scrolling through TikTok or Instagram or Facebook or just posting shit for the sake of it. Like I want to show up. You're going to get me stuck on TikTok.
0: I'm like, go on TikTok to do something. Two hours later, oh, my God, so much good content here. So much good content here, you know.
1: Yeah, whereas if we gave ourselves, okay, I'm going to take a break off social media today, do you know how how many things you could bust out when you're just in your flow to be... Part of that good content Absolutely, and I've done it to myself where you know I've um, seen people and I feel like I'm only really stepping into this now of like I'm just gonna make the stuff I want to make post it and trust that whether it gets two likes or 200 whatever it may be that it's going to touch the heart of the people that are for me and I would actually rather it be liked and loved or whatever by one or two, three people, whatever, Absolutely. that it fully aligns with than having yeah. a whole heap of likes of people that are just, like, scrolling through. Um, and I also think, you know, when it comes to if you got up on a stage and spoke your medicine or, you know, bought your art to life, whatever it is that you yeah. do, in front of the amount of people that see your stories, that like your posts, I can probably guarantee most people would be shitting themselves because um you know when I was in that stage of healing something I did was raised over ten thousand dollars for beyond blue yeah and I had to do a lot of public speaking for that and yeah. if you are someone who isn't in your fullest expression and whatever it's pretty daunting to speak to a crowd of <laughs> you know 15 yeah. of people like yeah and yet we see our see our phone and go oh only 50 people saw my stories today like can you imagine if you spoke that stuff live to them to their face in their energy and presence like yeah it's still powerful
0: absolutely and i think you know like we i mean this is just my opinion i have a really strong opinion on this this is a new program i'm running okay. which is like even in that right we are stopping our medicine from flowing because we wait yeah wait we get on a live and instead of launching straight into what's on our heart and delivering the fiery sermon we wait oh how many people are on the okay we just wait you know and we wait to see whether we're going to post something because my last post only got however many likes we wait to see whether we're going to do a live on instagram because i only had two people on there or you know we're weight and and even worse than that if we're getting the big views and the big numbers are we doing it to share the medicine or are we doing it for our own validation
1: yeah and i feel like there's a there's a distinct difference in that like that's a big piece i think um that i've had to journey is am I just going to show up and share the shit I want to share from my heart in whatever way that looks? And, you know, yeah. Steph and I talked about this yesterday that it's different for different people. Like for me, I personally love podcasts. I love speaking yeah. like clubhouse podcasts, those sorts of things. Yeah. I don't love lives. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It just, I like interaction with people. That's where I really get going. Yeah. Um, and, you know, right now one of my favourite things is emailing, which is really bizarre because I was like, "Emails are stone age. Like <laughs> and now I'm oh, like. There's two schools, of, there's numerous schools of thought on that one. Yeah, well, you know, and everyone had always said to me, you need to build an email list, blah, blah, blah. And I think part of me was like, I'm not going to do it just because you're telling me to do it. And, <laughs> and then I started and I was like. Hey there! I
0: actually
1: yeah. love this. It yeah. feels so intimate. It feels exclusive, and it feels like I can really like nourish and nurture those people on a whole new level. Because I don't know, to me, it feels like if someone signs up to your email list, they want to hear what you got to say. Yeah, and um, I don't know. It just feels feels like a little secret club. Like yeah. But in saying that, some people you know, writing's their jam, doing lives is their jam. Like, so I also think, yeah, are you doing it for validation um, or because your heart's in it? And particularly in the coaching world, like, are you trying to show up in a way that's not authentic for you and a way that you shine? And, um, yeah, there are parts, like, I'll fully own. There are parts to going live that are definitely, like, me being seen parts. Yeah. But- at the At the core level, it's just like that doesn't light me up. if I'm just talking to a screen, I feel really like flat and just eh. if I have someone <laughs> like in a zoom or something yeah where yeah, I'm yeah 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 the fire gets going, and I'm like yep. I'm ready for it so also, yeah, like, are you showing up in the way that feels good to you? and you know some people write poetry or create art like just oh you get the goosebumps and it's like we'll do more of that yeah Um, maybe you you're someone who's you know into acting and dramatics and have a flair you love to do reels like yeah bring you to life
0: exactly or maybe you're just not into social media at all and your stuff is in real life
1: yeah Yep, I know know? other people like that, whereas once they started getting out in the community, like, yeah, the first few times they might have had barely anyone show up, but quite quickly they gained momentum and it was better than doing things online. So, you know, yes, there's the trial and error piece and egos playing out and stuff, but also um, there's fun and magic in that because you get to find what feels best to you and where you come to life.
0: Absolutely. And that's what people want to experience, right? Yeah. Full stop. If we say we're here to serve people, that's what people want to experience. They want to experience your well. Look, I mean, we're all there's all we're all at different conscious levels, right? But I feel like the big change is, is that we're really looking for that authentic connection to someone now.
1: Yeah. And you know, I, I don't remember how long you've been in this industry for, but yeah. Um, you know, for me in the last two years, I've seen a massive shift. Like from where I very first started, I feel like that was sort of on the cusp, but I feel yeah. like these last 12 months in particular with everything going on in the world, it's like supercharged. Like people can smell your bullshit from a mile away. Um, you know, even people, I don't like using the whole like conscious and woke thing, and you know, all of that. But I feel <laughs> like just people are picking up on more they can feel your energy more they they know if you're genuinely there with you know heart led or if you're just there because hey this is going to make me some money because I see that you're vulnerable and I'm gonna speak to your pain points and reel you in like I think just the everyday person who's not really doing the work is even starting to pick up on that
0: absolutely like I think that's more prevalent in the work brigade because you know my my take on it is is that you know they're really not unresolved there's a lot of trauma that's been bypassed right yeah when we see that like my rule of thumb is when we have a really exaggerated emotional reaction to something and this is even with myself I'm like oh curious what's behind that what's underneath that you know and I watch particularly what's going on now these really polarized views and I'm like well, the pendulum swings wildly either way and somewhere in the middle is, like, the truth of things, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: And if we're having these massive, like, massive swings on things, it's, you know, I feel like I am I have watched an industry be like, okay, we've got a lot of unresolved trauma kicking around over there.
1: Yeah. And, yeah, particularly at the moment, like, I've found myself, um being like oh my god I need to just find a quiet place and take a few deep breaths because it is wild out here (laughs) and I've been trying to just sit in the middle and like kind of look at both ways and be like okay what are all the things that's being thrown around what feels good to me because I'm just like it is like a fucking minefield (laughs) and I totally agree I I feel like there's a lot of people even that I was following that I was like wow I really you know Pedestal, yeah. This person, or whatever, where I've gone. Yeah. Whoa, you seriously have a lot of trauma that you have not resolved. Like yeah. it, and it is far and clear it's, as day right now. It's
0: it's a little bit confronting. Yes. Yeah. Not to say that I can't hold space with people like that, but I'm also like, look, it's kind of just not where I am right now. Yeah. You know, and I'm, I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah. I think I did something that. I think, too, you know, in terms of, like, really following what feels good for us and what's alive for us, you know, I went through my social media and literally, like, slashed and burned.
1: Yeah. I do that regularly and it's the best feeling ever. And I love when I post something that's from my heart, like, full fire. And people unfollow me because I'm just, like, good, they're not for me and this (laughs) is not their place and they need to go follow someone that's going to light them up because... You know, I think that's one of the most powerful thing we can do in our life, whether it's people in our, you know, our real life online, wherever. Yeah. Where are we allowing our energy to be? And if you've got someone on there, you know, regardless of what it's about, that every time you scroll past them, like <laughs> a that's a opportunity for you to search a bit deeper. But yes. like that's what the unfollow button's for or the exactly or
0: mute or You know, yeah, yeah, just I mean, your head and your
1: life and your online world with shit that lights you up,
0: because it is part of how a narrative's constructed, isn't it? Mm
1: -hmm. What we
0: consume,
1: it's all feeding
0: a part of us, you know.
1: Yeah, and you know, coming back to the whole social media break things, I honestly believe, no matter how calm your nervous system is, our Our brains, our bodies, our nervous systems are not designed to consume as much as we do, whether that's through movies, podcasts, social media, whatever. I just honestly wholeheartedly do not believe we as humans are designed to consume that much every day.
0: (laughs) I laugh because at night sometimes I just go and sit out on the back stairs.
1: Yeah, it's Isn't that the best thing just to look at the, I just do nothing.
0: Yeah. I might write or something, you know, instead of taking it all in, I'm like letting it all out, but I just sit on the back stairs and listen to the wind chimes and gaze at my festoon lights and think,
1: you know, life's good. Yeah. And, you know, like just to speak on the worldly things at the moment because I had to take one of our daughters to the doctor the other day and I don't watch the news anymore and they have the news on. And all I could think is no wonder people's nervous systems are fried. And they. they're yeah, look, because I was there for half an hour Stop
0: watching the news.
1: And Yeah. yeah, so my invitation to anyone today would be if you're feeling like you need to take a deep breath right this very second, log off social media over the weekend and go build yourself a tomato garden because <laughs> i can't tell you how much joy it brings me no get but like
0: get a pot and some seeds and yeah, grow some shit
1: go go buy a journal like whatever feels yeah whatever feels good to you like yeah. for me at the moment um you know we seem to have a lot of native wildlife coming to our house so like yes going out every day and making sure the bird bar thing has yes. water and stuff like that, that to me has been really calming and just like what can I do with my time that doesn't involve yeah. you
0: know,
1: stuff. We've got and- a big
0: yard, so I'm always sitting out there thinking of things to do. I planted grass seed this morning. I'm like, this is exciting. We're going to grass this whole area.
1: Look at this oh, my God, growing grass is the most exciting thing when it starts to also
0: the Also the most frustrating. Yes. Uh, it, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited for the grass to come up.
1: Yeah, see, things like this. It's good for the soul. So good it for is, the isn't soul. It?
0: So if you had to share, like for you, right, key message around stepping in to your dream. What would you like people to take away, to be able to touch, refer back to in those times when they're like feeling a bit overwhelmed? What do you have something that you could offer people?
1: It would be the give yourself space piece, like that has yeah. been key for me personally. Yeah. Of give yourself the permission to go off social media for as long as it takes. Yeah. Give yourself permission to work out where your energy is going, like write a list of yeah. your day, every single place it goes. Yeah. And, and cull heaps of shit, create space so that you have space for the things that you desire. Yeah. You know, um, for me, self-awareness, I feel like is the most basic but powerful tool mm-hmm. ever And just checking in constantly of what am I thinking in this moment? What am Mm. I feeling? What would support me? And actually following through and doing it because I feel like a lot of people can get to the point where they give themselves space to dream up this new life, and then they go, "If I sit and meditate and I manifest, like it'll come to me." And part of that, I think, yeah,
0: no, you got to, we got, we got some aligned action. Yeah, you take there.
1: Yeah. And then follow through with aligned action, but don't in the keeping the space theme, I think a lot of people can go, okay, I've given myself space. I've dreamed up this dream. I'm going to take action, but they try and 180 flip their entire life and it's not sustainable. Baby steps, treat yourself like a newborn that's learning to, or, you know, a toddler that's trying to work for the first time of what's going to get me from here to that yeah. lounge that's a meter away from me and then exactly. across the room and then across the house and then running as fast as I can away from my mum while she's got a full trolley of shopping. Like <laughs> take, take time. But Perry
0: Chase says when we're making changes, right, she goes just we get so like I'm going to run five to. I don't run at all. I'm going to run five times a week. Okay, probably not, you know. Probably. She has this thing where she's like, make the point of entry to any change easeful.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? Just make it easy. Doesn't matter. That step is still required to get to your goal.
1: Yeah. You know, you know, so just take, like,
0: take the easy, take, make it easy.
1: Yeah, make it easeful so that it feels good too. Because I think a lot of the times, you know, big things like um yeah things like when it comes to exercise and food yeah we we do it from a place of punishment as well it's like do are you doing this from a place of love and desire or should expect i don't
0: want to be like this anymore so therefore yeah
1: yeah and it could be as simple as okay so that i get some more exercise rather than parking my car at the nearest car park i'm going to park it down the back and the other end further to work every day and on that one you know day a week i don't work or something i'm gonna go for a big beach walk to start off with because that would feel good and then start running Like exactly um yeah for me it's been the key to changing my life has been allowing space for it to to happen and ease and love on myself and taking those baby steps so yeah at first it might seem slow because you've got to get back in touch with okay who am I what do I like what do I really want yeah and then um I am a fairly guns blazing sort of person but you know there's still that transition stage where like I love the way you just described how Perry does you know Make it easeful and so that you yeah. want to show up and you want to do yes. that thing and it feels so fucking good, you want to do more of it. Absolutely. Because if it feels yeah. like a chore or punishment, you're only going to make it harder on yourself. And then you're likely just going to end up hating yourself and your life. It's too hard. A bit. I can't do this. It's yeah. too
0: hard. I can't sustain this. And it's not even about, it's the actual ability to keep yourself consistent, right? Yeah. And just consistently showing up is the thing if your consistency is every three days fantastic then play to that rhythm you know but make it so that you can sustain it
1: Yeah, absolutely and the other big piece for me besides space has been support like yeah whether that's you you know you get your best friend on board and she yeah. holds you accountable or you invest in someone like or invest in yourself through someone, yeah. whatever it may be, but space and support have been the two biggest things for me because as someone who has experienced a lot of like trauma and you know dark horrible things, yeah. um I built up a lot of walls to keep myself safe right. and worked from ultra independence of like I'm going to do everything for myself so that yeah. I know I'm safe or if anything goes wrong, I only have me to blame. And the biggest shift within my life has been opening up to receiving and I feel that also needs to go softly because not everyone is going to be able to hold you and a lot of the times the people we most desire to be held by in terms of parents and things, generally they're the one that can't hold us. So, you know, it's also taking that time to go, okay, well, who is the person or the people, yeah. the community, the woman's circle, like whatever yeah. you've to go to, where is the place that is going to be able to hold me and empower me and see me in my human, but also keep on guiding and lovingly pushing me that like yeah. there's more for you.
0: Absolutely. That's an important piece too, because we say I'm open to receiving and I asked my partner or my best friend and they couldn't do it. And I think, well, we, you know, if we haven't cleaned out the bowl of, like, maybe some of those connections were made through some sort of, like, trauma bond or bond through where we were at at that particular point heading. in time in our life as compared to where we are now or where we're heading. And I think we still, you know, like... Because that's what we do when we have that trauma imprint. So we keep seeking out validation that this is, you know, we keep seeking those circumstances at a very subconscious level, but we keep looking for that, you know, because somehow in our brain, we're like, that's what I know. That's the ego safety, even though it's not, but that's what we keep seeking out. And so when we're like, oh, I tried that and that didn't work. It's like, well, you know, where are you with like, what are you with space for?
1: Yeah. And I think that's where in that first space piece, it's taking that really hard look in the mirror and look at your life. And it's so confronting, like, for me, taking this step of going all in on my business, yeah, as there was a there was a spaciousness there where I went offline uh, or didn't coach anyone else for I think three yeah. and a half months because I was yeah. like, I need to fully be in this and I need to yeah. look at myself in the mirror. I need to look at every angle of my life from every lens and work out, yeah, yeah who is for me and who is not anymore. Is not,
0: yeah, there
1: was a lot of shit that I had to let go of to make space for this new yeah. life that I'm living. And I will, you know, I believe we're all ever evolving and we do that again and again and again. Um, but that's where I think that space part is so important because if we are, you know, and I think social media is probably the biggest piece of it. If we are comparing ourselves to someone online mm. when we're in that like sort of vulnerable stage um, yeah. I see a lot of destruction happening internally there at an already vulnerable stage. stage. So, yeah, I think if we can give ourselves space and be like, okay, well, who are the friendships that genuinely lift me up and make me feel yeah. good and empowered? And, you know, I honestly believe that as we step into this, like, next level of expansion within ourselves that our friendship groups and stuff, do change like yes some absolutely people with you but yeah you know because you're stepping into this new level you need people around and- you that are playing at that level already that are going to you know guide you and show you the ropes yeah. and the possibility of it all and so um yeah it's life gets to be simple and also there are going to be those phases where you're just feeling turbulent and, like, what the fuck am I doing?
0: I think that's really important too because we have a, this preconceived idea that we have to move through things, particularly in, in this space, you know. Oh, we'll move through that. And it's like, yeah, fuck, sometimes uncomfortable feelings don't have an expi- expiration date. And yeah. they're coming for a little holiday and we're just like, it's cool.
1: Oh yeah, it to be
0: uncomfortable. It's okay.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm so I'm twelve years on from, um, you know, my my dark point in life. Yeah, but I will still have phases. Yeah, where for a week or two weeks, yeah, I'm on I'm on a holiday of Funky Town, and <laughs> and that's you know I've yeah. got the I've got the tools to you know breathe when I need to breathe, move when I need to move, oh, and those yeah. sorts of things, but feelings are there to be felt and yeah sometimes I think we can be a bit like woe is me and stay in it yeah and sometimes I think we are just genuinely we're there feeling it and that's perfectly okay too and I kind of think in a way the whole just move through it is another trauma response of just like just keep trucking and really toxic absolutely
0: this is no big deal no one else is worried about it what are you worried about just move on
1: yeah and that
0: don't cause a problem
1: yeah and that you know that feelings come in waves like I still have moments where I go I wonder what my life would be like now if all those things didn't happen even though I found found great power in all of it yeah you know and I I'm not I look back and, you know, I can speak about all of these things and I don't yeah. break down or anything, but there are some times where I go, I wonder what my life would be like if my mum and dad were still together or, yeah. you know, I wonder who I'd be if that thing didn't happen to me. Like, yeah. you know, I just, you know, we wonder. And sometimes yeah. I'll watch a, you know, kid's movie and I'll shed a tear because it makes me feel something that, you know, is part of that experience. Um yeah. You know, so things come in waves, but that's just where, yeah, I think that human and that magic get to blend. Beautiful. Went on a bit of a tangent. Now I was like, oh god, I don't know where I went, but I'm back again, and I, I feel- like it. You know, that's good.
0: <laughs> Follow the breadcrumbs. Yes. Okay, so what are you working on right now? Like what are you working on? What are you in? If people have had a little spark go off, what's you know, what's going on with Rose? What can they experience if they have liked your jam today?
1: Okay. So one on one is where my heart is at and has, you know, yeah. been at for the last little bit. Yeah. But also what's really Coming alive for me at the moment is community um, and being seen by ourselves and others. So, I'm going to be creating some local events here in Gladstone, in Queensland, where I live, which I'm really excited for to be back in the presence of people after everything's been happening. But also, I will be. We're
0: still not there yet
1: oh god my heart goes out to you and just one day someone will hug you soon one day oh i just one day
0: i'll be able to go no that's not true it's a bit bit of bullshit we've kind of had some freedom and now we don't so now we're like waiting until anyway whatever
1: i just i don't know i look at other states and just get fucking mad and i'm just like this is not freedom, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so the other thing that I'll be doing for the people that are not yeah. feeling free is um, some stuff via Zoom because okay. let's face it, um, yeah, who fucking knows what's going on in the world I like and so. I want people to uh, be together. And while yes. it feels on fire and potent as hell being with people, be that's our next best. yeah, that's connected. our next best, best option. So if people yeah. are feeling like, I'd want to be part of that and know the details. Um, yeah. If they can either DM me on Instagram or on my website on the coaching page, there's a wait list um, that yes. they can sign up to. And then yeah. as things come available, people can join. Some will be free. Some will be investment yeah. depending on um, how fiery they are uh, Um But, yeah, so I'm sort of dancing between the worlds of wanting to bring people back together Yes. And making that work in whatever capacity we've got to do it, whether yep. on local to where I am, but also one-on-one for the people that are ready to really deep dive.
0: Yeah. Um, Beautiful.
1: So yeah. That's where I'll be hanging out.
0: What's your website
1: address? Um, rosemills.square.site. Rosemills.square.
0: Okay. I'll put it in the comments for the podcast too. Mm -hmm. And
1: is that the best place for people to get a real taste of the flavor of Rose? No, Instagram's where I'm hanging out, and everything's in the bio there. So
0: beautiful. um,
1: If everyone just heads to Instagram, anything they want, need, want to play in, all of it would just be there. All there.
0: And you are Rose Mills on Instagram.
1: Um. At I am Rose Mills. Yeah.
0: I am Rose Mills. That is me. That is you. And thank you for having me. My pleasure. Thank you for joining me. Have a wonderful afternoon. It's been magnificent. Let me just. Thanks so much for joining me today for this episode of In Conversation. If you've enjoyed today's episode, then duck across to our full podcast series and grab another episode. If you are interested in following us or finding out more information about the work that I do, jump across to Facebook. I am Nat Quirk on Facebook and on Instagram, I'm Nat underscore Quirk. You can't miss me. We also love to hear your feedback and commentary. And if there's any questions you have, feel free to drop us an email at hello at natquirk.com or jump across onto one of our social media channels and message us that way. Thanks so much for joining us again today. It's been a pleasure to have you and I hope that you have enjoyed today's episode of In Conversation.